More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Tuesday edition of the program spanning the country, at least for this week. Buck is in New York City. I am in L.A., where the Super Bowl preparations remain underway. And, Buck, last night, I am uh, getting ready for bed. And I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I see Dr. Lena Wynn, who has been one of the foremost proponents of the idea of masking kids, of requiring vaccinations, all of this. And and I just want to play this audio for everybody out there, because it's like she suddenly became a Clay and Buck listener. And the same thing, by the way, unanimously sudden suddenly happens in Connecticut, in New Jersey, in Delaware, where all of a sudden, despite the science not really having changed at all, Buck, despite what we have been saying for a long time being inalterably true, suddenly we are dealing with a uh, a revelation where masking, at least in schools and masking overall, is suddenly under siege. So I want to play these two clips for you from CNN, and then I want to weigh in. I want to hear what Buck thinks, too. How much is this polling? How much is this suddenly Jeff Zucker is out at CNN, and maybe he was the king of the mask police? I I, I don't even know. But I want you to listen to these two cuts, and it's important for you to recognize that Dr. Lena Wynn, one of CNN's foremost experts, has been in favor of every possible uh, masking tool. She's been in favor of vaccine mandates. She's been one of the most draconian of the COVID restrictionists. And all of a sudden, she has changed her entire tune. First, let's listen to her recognize that masking children has a risk-benefit analysis, and it no longer, in her opinion, suddenly 
is in favor of masking kids. Listen to this. There actually is a harm that we should be discussing of children continuing to mask. That doesn't mean that masking doesn't have its place for children when there are very high rates of hospitalization. If we get a new variant in the future that children are particularly susceptible to, we may want to bring masks back. But we should also be intellectually honest and say that masking has had a cost, especially for the youngest learners, uh, people with English as a second language, children with learning disabilities. There has been a cost to them. So the risk benefit calculation has really changed. No, it hasn't. So, Buck, what happens? I mean, look, Clay, we've known this all along. So I I knew this was going to happen. There's this weird feeling you have of, on the one hand, thank God the madness will at least recede for a time. And I want everyone to be very clear. They're going to bring all this stuff back unless we ram home the truth. Okay, if we just allow them to walk away from this Lena Wen style and say, oh, we did all the right things. But now the science has changed a little bit. No, what happened is we went through the seasonal respiratory virus spike, the same thing we saw last year and the same thing we saw pre-COVID every period of time, cold viruses and flu and everything else. It's dropping way down now. And then case uh, cases nationwide in the States down, what, over 50% in the last seven days? Something like that. We've seen a huge decline. It has nothing to do with the mitigation measures. It has nothing to do with the mass vaccination campaign that they put us all through. That didn't stop the spread. Everyone knows it. So now they walk around acting like they're the reasonable ones because it's now untenable. Now it's what What are we even doing? What's going on? We're going to cater to the hysterics forever. By the way, they would if they thought they could politically get away with it and politically it was a way for them to maintain power. What we are going through right now is the Democrat recognition. This is an election year. This is possibly the, from a legislative perspective, end of the Biden presidency, really, if you have Republicans taking the House and the Senate or either one. And they know that people are tired of this. Anyone who's rational and reasonable understands they failed that the apparatus failed, Fauciism, all of this, did nothing, nothing to stop the waves of COVID we've gone through. And that's why you have idiots like Governor Murphy of New Jersey, who, when they're asked for data, don't say they have any data. They just say masks work like that, like like there's some moron repeating what they've been told in a language they don't even understand. Masks work. What? Let's play that. Let's play that, too. Uh, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, he's asked for any data now to be fair although it feels like it's not fair at all because these are the arguments the data has been consistent forever suddenly they now are changing their mind and he was asked for any data to prove that school mask mandates work now by the way the state of new jersey is lifting its uh, its mask restrictions coming march 7th for schools and child care settings that's about a month from today, and here is what he had to say when he was asked if mask mandates actually work. There's no question that masking in our schools since the beginning of the school year has been a very smart public health step. I think we've had just over 2,600 cases of students with COVID positive since the beginning of the school year. That's out of 1.4 million kids. Yeah, but have you seen data that definitively proves that these mask mandates have worked? I mean, the numbers you just presented are impressive, but are they different from the numbers in states where they didn't have mask mandates? I'm highly confident, and I'm sure our health officials 
could say it definitively. There's no question they've worked. There's no question, no. Clay. There's no question. They work. Wait, but why do they work? They work. I mean, you have to. I mean, I know this. I think he's a former Goldman Sachs guy. He has. He knows what he's saying is moronic. He knows that he has no. If, if they had the data, if they had the evidence, don't you think, Clay? They would be dancing on Florida's grave if they could yes. right now. Florida has had masks optional for the entire school year. We have six months of data. Does anyone want to guess what happens when you look at Florida per capita COVID counts in schools without mask mandates versus? All the you know versus California line them up side by side. Basically the same thing. Didn't make it. We had in my backyard difference. a perfect example of that, Buck, because Davidson County, which is Nashville, mandated masks, and my county, which is Williamson, Franklin, Brentwood, for those who know the area of Nashville, did not. And the actual six month data of student infections with COVID was virtually the exact same. Almost no differences whatsoever in terms of what that looked like. Now, Dr. Lena Wynn, I want to go back to her again because I just I watched this interview clip on CNN last night and it's rare my jaw drops. Buck, it was like you or I were suddenly a guest on CNN and the shamelessness with which she pretends that she that the science has changed, but also that she hasn't been arguing the exact opposite of this up till a couple of weeks ago. She now says the responsibility on mask wearing should shift from the government to the individual. Who does that sound like? Listen to this. There was a and is a time and place for pandemic restrictions. But when they were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as we can. And in this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron, which is the dominant variant. Everyone five and older have widespread access to vaccines. And we also know about one-way masking. The idea that even if other people around you are not wearing masks, if you wear a high quality mask, that also protects you, the wearer, too. And so in this case, I'm not saying I don't think anyone really is saying that no one should ever wear masks, but rather that the responsibility should shift from a government mandate imposed from the state or the local district of the school. Rather, it should shift to an individual responsibility by the family who can still decide that their child can wear a mask if needed. No, by the way, I don't I don't agree. I think everything she says there is basically wrong, just to be clear. I mean, I, I'm, I understand you're saying the government shouldn't be mandating this the for big, people. The big takeaway there is she suddenly is against mandates after she wanted everybody to be vaccinated. She wanted every Clay, kid vaccinated. She wanted mandated. N95 masks for kids a month ago. I she's, know. She's a lunatic, okay? This is what they do, though. They act like we have no access to Google. We have no access to the interwebs to find out what was said a while ago. And so much of what the one-way masking thing, a year and change ago, I forget exactly when. they ab- Remember, they abandoned the one-way masking thing. Remember when the big it's- Danish study came out and it showed that masks didn't do anything to protect the wearer? And then all of a sudden they said, oh, well, it protects other people. They change every few months. They're so full of crap. Also, her thing about vaccines work well against Omicron? No, they Has don't. she been awake for the last four months? I'm willing to forgive the fact that almost every bit of the data she cited to analyze her final result is wrong. Because the final result is right, right? And so I don't, I just, I mean, Buck, what do you think happened here? I mean, do you think Jeff Zucker being out at CNN 
has led to maybe he was the ultimate, you know, COVID uh, terror, fear porn purveyor. Has is it is it the data no, on some of the than, polling? It's but it's it just but it just to happen overnight effectively. I think. Do you think that these uh, all these Democratic governors? Because I do in Delaware and Connecticut and New Jersey agreed to come out on the same day to try to def- distract attacks on them. Well, I think that's likely. The po- yes, that's that's what happened here. The politics have changed. The science. Has not it's changed. the same. It always is. That's been the same the whole time. The politics in this moment have changed because people realize now it is unavoidable. You cannot you cannot uh, be even vaguely informed about the world around you and not understand the drawbacks of masking, not understand that the vaccines didn't work as advertised to stop the spread. See, I'll use the specificity here. She says they work. I know what she's going to say. Oh, it works against hospitalization and death. That was not the basis for mandates. It was not get the shot, it'll save your life. It was get the shot or else because you'll kill somebody else if you don't get the shot. That was a lie. And they haven't come to grips with that lie yet. They won't actually say that out loud, but the data all proves it. Clay, it's a political liability now. They realize the the mask as the sign of tribal allegiance to Democrats is just annoying now for everyone who's not completely crazy. So they have to let up a little bit. But I want to be very clear about this, too. She says, Dr. Lena Wen, many others already, we have to let up now so we have the credibility to reinstitute later. They are not done and that's why pianu says oh buck let it go let's move on let's talk about ukraine or whatever no they were wrong and they want to do this again and you and i know this you've known this from the very beginning where this was heading no doubt and also they are going to try and argue that the reason why omicron cases came down you know this too buck they're going to say, oh, all of our measures worked. Of course. And the, and the cases, that's why the cases came down, because you guys started wearing your mask more assiduously because you were listening to public health authorities. But I got to think, I feel like they must have gotten some numbers inside of the White House, because I just every parent that I talk to, Buck, even people who are dyed in the wool Democrats on the school masking issue, they are over it in a big way. And I think what they're seeing is the overall data has moved rapidly against the idea of kids needing to wear masks because people start to eventually recognize uh, some of this data. And I think they are panicked over because look, look, Stacey Abrams, for instance, Buck, they're terrified that they are going to get the landslide of their lives in November. And if they're really going to go to war, with the idea being your kids have to wear masks, we're going to see a beatdown. I think we're going to see the beatdown in a major way regardless, but we might see one that we've never seen in the history of the country if they keep trying to drive this uh, play. And by the way, Saki's still arguing it from the White House podium. Yeah, they haven't. They, it's not like everyone's given up. There's a shift no. underway, but the shift is not complete, not by a long shot, even the Democrat apparatus. So we'll come back into this here in a few moments. We've also got the Canadian truckers. Going strong and Trudeau being awful. That's not a surprise to anybody who follows Canadian politics. We'll talk about that coming up here in a few. It takes a lot to switch your cell phone carrier. Either your service has really got to suffer or you've seen one too many rate hikes. Why wait for either one of those occasions when you can get great savings right now and excellent quality service? You don't have to be chained to Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Pure Talk gives you the same 5G service on the same network as one of those for a fraction of the price. 
Rely on Pure Talk for your cellular service. They will save you more money and give you excellent customer service at the same time. When you make the switch, you're keeping both your phone and your number. And you're supporting a veteran-owned business that chooses to create countless jobs in the U.S. and at a U.S.-based call center where their customer service is tops. Listen to this monthly pricing offer compared to what you're paying now. You can get unlimited talk, text, and data with a hotspot for just $55 a month from Pure Talk. Go online right now to puretalk.com. Find the plan that's right for you. No contracts, no smoke and mirrors, just pure transparency. Then for this month only, enter promo code PureTalk. You'll save an additional 25% for your first three months. That's puretalk.com, promo code PureTalk. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the guidance is very clear, which is that we recommend uh, masking in schools. Uh, that is the recommendation from the CDC. It is also true that at some point when the science and the data warrants, of course, our, our hope is that that's no longer the recommendation. Uh, and they are continually assessing that. But the guidance is very clear. It is also true that it's always been up to local school districts to make determinations about how to implement these policies. 
Oh, wait, hold on a second. That was Saki from the White House. Welcome back to Clay and Buck Show. Notice how somehow no one is actually responsible for these decisions, but you have to do it. There's authority in place, but there's no accountability for the authority. Is the White House pushing the... And, and this has been a central problem, uh, Clay, the entire time. How can you have accountability when no one's actually making the decision, right? It's It's like you're trying to complain at a restaurant about, you know, a bad meal. And they're saying, well, it's not me. It's the chef. You go in to see the chef say, oh, it's not me. It's the front desk manager. You go, where's the front desk manager? Oh, he's not here. Where's the owner? No one's responsible, right? No no one's accountable. Jen Psaki says this is what the science is. It's a recommendation for the CDC. There have been recommendations made. States, localities, they've been doing this. They've been forcing this on people. And the CDC knows that their, quote, guidance is going to be used as a club to bludgeon anyone with who questions this stuff. So who's actually responsible for the child abuse of masking in schools? Apparently nobody, Clay. It was just a whole lot of other folks making decisions. It's going to be our version of Vietnam, Buck. I mean, I I just feel this so concretely in my soul that many people out there who have been the foremost proponents of masking are going to pretend that there was never any other option and that they always question whether it made sense. And they are going to try to argue that they had nothing to do with it. To your point, Buck, everybody is going to pass the buck, no pun intended there, to someone else to try and argue the reason why they had to wear these masks wasn't their decision and they always knew it didn't make any sense. Just like right now, just like right now, if you go out and talk to anybody who was alive during Vietnam, every single person almost to a man and woman will say, yeah, we knew Vietnam was a bad idea. And you're already seeing a prelude of this as it pertains to the idiocy that is going on surrounding everything having to do with the absurdity, the absolute absurdity of defund the police. It is a total sham. Everybody's running from it. It's going to be the same thing with kids in masks. Nearly a third of us suffer from recurring chronic pain, a result of growing older, overexertion on the job, too much exercise. The effects of everyday living pay a toll on everyone at one time or another. That's why you need Relief Factor. Four key ingredients, 100% drug-free product, addresses joint pain, knee, hip, back, neck, and shoulder pain as well. Hundreds of thousands have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more. If you're currently in pain and have a chance to eliminate it, why not try it today? You can join more than half a million people. Order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF, 1995 Quick Start developed for you, relieffactor.com, 800, the number four, relief, relief factor, feel the difference. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Oh man, there's so much hypocrisy out there. We're going to talk about this a little bit later, but at OutKick... We were sent a ton of photos from inside of the Georgia school that Stacey Abrams visited. She was not wearing a mask all day (laughs) long there, Buck. You know, I know the one photo went viral of her posed with the kids, but there are about 10 different photos that are up right now at OutKick.com. Every teacher, every student masked Stacey Abrams 
only person not masked. We'll have some fun with that uh, a little bit later. But, Buck, we talked about Lena Wynn and the governors of Connecticut, Delaware, and New Jersey simultaneously seeing the light as it pertains to masks, in particular with kids. And it feels like there is a mass swing going on in Canada as well, which has been far more restrictive than the United States, directly related in many ways to the bravery and courage of the Canadian truckers who are having a massive impact on things. I Yesterday on the show, we talked about the uh, overall percentage of Canadians that have grown in their belief that they need to end all restrictions related to COVID. Justin Trudeau is maybe the worst leader in all the world right now. And even for dishonest politicians, and we have a high standard of dishonest politicians because so many of them are frequently dishonest, Justin Trudeau is trying to demonize these truckers as their influence continues to grow. And he's claiming that they're Nazis, that they're Confederate soldier sympathizers, which is even more ironic in Canada, which managed to miss the Civil War. Listen to Trudeau play cut 13, try to argue that these truckers are awful human beings. Individuals are trying to blockade our economy, our democracy, and our fellow citizens' daily lives. It has to stop. The people of Ottawa don't deserve to be harassed in their own neighborhoods. They don't deserve to be confronted with the inherent violence of a swastika flying on a street corner or a Confederate flag or the insults and jeers just because they're wearing a mask. That's not who Canada, who Canadians are. All you have to know about this pronoun announcing leftist wimp. Blackface wearing. Is that he's lying about the truck. I was just to start with this. Look, I'm going to I'm going to admit something right now. I generally get super angry about anybody blocking highways or access or whatever because they're political thing. I so I'll admit that on this one, maybe maybe I'm being a little uh you know, maybe I'm 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 bending my principles on that notion a little bit because I think this is so important. And this isn't some vague thing. These are their demands for normalcy. Demands for normal yes. life. No one's asking anything radical here. The truckers are like, hey, how about we just go back to our normal lives and you, radical tyrants, people like Trudeau, stop being insane. But notice that he doesn't even engage on the substance of what they're saying. They don't want any more vaccine mandates. They want the madness to end. Instead, he's, as you point out, swastikas, Confederate flags. Clay, I've seen video. We'll have a, a, a friend from Rebel News. There's very little free press in Canada actually free press the canadian government pays basically every major newspaper there's funding for uh for journalism so to speak or alleged journalism from the government in canada it's all state media at some level really canadian broadcasting corporation rebel news is one of the few places i used to do sun news which was kind of its precursor many years ago uh sometimes as, as a guest and i know ezra levant who's uh who was on tucker show last night he's a pretty well-known guy conservative in canada and, Clay, what you see is that the entirety of the Canadian media is allowing just blatant lies to be told about what's going on here. The, the truckers are white supremacists. Uh, the, a lot of the truckers are Sikhs, Hindus, Muslims, Asian immigrants. Uh, what are they even talking about? It's just they're just well, making the, it up as they go along. No doubt. And this is what infuriates me about cancel culture mixed with identity politics is. 
there's not even an argument against them, right? If you are Justin Trudeau and you want to argue, hey, I disagree with their protest and here's why, I'm not going to agree with Trudeau, but that is the kind of intellectual battle that should exist, a debate of ideas. Buck, you know this. As soon as anybody starts to score political points, what happens to them? Their actual arguments are not analyzed and debated. They are attacked as a white supremacist. I mean, this is so uh, transparent. We could have predicted exactly what they were going to say. And by the way, the idea that these are – I get so fired up about this, and I know you do too. There are virtually no Nazis in the world today, right, in the United States or in Canada, in terms of massive numbers of neo-Nazis. No supporters to speak of. Like this idea that they would in some way be capable of organizing an event like this is designed to be a false flag to take away from the legitimacy of the protest itself. They're not arguing what they're protesting. They're trying to attack them directly. And you know this is the number one playbook for cancel culture and identity politics. It's to immediately attack the person as opposed to actually focusing on what the person is arguing. If Justin Trudeau had a good argument, which is, remember, vaccine mandates, this is what they're hoping no one actually focuses in on. Vaccine mandates as a policy were built on a lie. The policy was built on you have to get this shot no matter what your health considerations, no matter what you whether you've had natural immunity or not. They suppress that you have to get this shot because you are a danger to people around you. That's that turned out to be a lie. So if they actually had to make the argument now and people say, oh, but what about hospitalization and death? What, what that's that's up to people. You, you know, you want to take the greater risk of the shot or not the shot. That's on you. That's a different thing than stopping spread. They built the vaccine mandate programs in this country and all over the world, including Canada, on this will be about protecting other people. That was a lie. If they could, they would go back now. Justin Trudeau would be saying, look, at they want to put people in jeopardy, guys. If we end this vaccine mandate, you know, people are going to be getting sick everywhere. Everyone just got sick, basically. This is what really, you know, you're asking how, why the you politics change. You and I both did, too. <laughs> we yeah. both had COVID twice. We can twice. speak to it directly. We, yes. weren't even, we weren't even, you know, in the same city. and We got COVID within a week of each other, guys. Our COVID That's was right. everywhere. And I, had, I was vaccinated and had natural immunity, and I still got COVID. I mean, the whole thing, it's so crazy, which is why Justin Trudeau has to make, or rather chooses to make, this incredibly disingenuous argument about how these the, the truckers are racist. Their demands are racist because, what, they don't want vaccine mandates? We, we also forget in this that there are a, a lot of members of the minority community in this country, and there's Canada's a less diverse country overall, by the way, but that's a whole other thing. A lot of people in this country who are minorities don't want to get the shot, didn't want to get the yes. shot. So this, this is in no way a white supremacist or Confederate flag-waving concept but he's just smearing the truckers. You know why, Clay? Because they're so effective. And the Canadian people, yes. I saw you share the data. Canadian people are increasingly on their side. New poll came out. 54% of Canadians at, in the wake of this trucker protest, support to end COVID restrictions has grown from 39% to 54% in the past few weeks, according to a poll. I shared that on social media the other day. That is a sign, and certainly you can tell by how vociferously the attack is coming from uh, Justin Trudeau, 
that's a direct impact of what they are doing in terms of changing ideas. And so he's got to try to go out and argue that you can't support these guys, not because of their arguments, but because they are Nazis, because they are Confederate. I don't even know what the Confederate flag in uh, in uh, in Canada would even represent. Right. Uh, the North won the war and they're above the North. So maybe it's just there's some guys there who are rebellious and are using the Confederate flag to the extent that it's there. And it's not a uh, false sign. Right. A false signifier, false flag event. It's probably just a sign of rebellion. I mean, the same reason that Kid Rock and many other different uh, entertainers have used the Confederate flag over the years. Uh, we, I, I salute the Canadian truckers. And, Buck, when we come back, we should have a little bit of a conversation about whether the United States could use our own Canadian trucker-style uprising. But in the meantime, database, uh, database breach is occurring nearly every day with one company or another. Uh, that's cyber thieves. They want the account information, and they want to be able to create bogus accounts, make money off the sell of your info that's been stolen. When your info is in the wrong hands, you won't know about it quickly. Companies are slow to admit when they're a victim of a data breach. That's why you need LifeLock. The systems LifeLock operates monitor billions of online transactions every day. They specifically look for evidence your data is in the wrong hands. And when they see that happen, LifeLock is quick to reach out and connect with you. They'll let you know what they've seen and let you know if you are a victim of identity theft and help you fix it. They have a fully staffed restoration team, and they'll assign you a dedicated restoration expert to help you fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code CLAY. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use promo code CLAY, C-L-A-Y, for 25% off. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Clay and Buck Show. CNN Defiant. They don't have an audience. They don't have principles, but they got they got chutzpah, defiant that they're going to continue on as is. And that's now something that we all see and realize. Hold on a second. What purpose does that does that supposed news network actually serve these days after Jeff Zucker's ouster? Oh, that reminds me, Clay, because we did tease it yesterday. Maybe in the next hour, we should have a little discussion about a certain Governor Cuomo. Who wants ah, to that's make a right. Comeback. He says, you know, I thought I was done. I had resigned after all the smooching and the grabbing. But then I heard Clay Travis say something. Clay Travis says he's going to make a comeback. And he's a smart man. I was the only person. I was out on an island there when I said, like, this dude is resigning now to try to set the table for a comeback. Clay, you, you were talking about a comeback while the ink was still drying on his That's resignation right. letter. So, yes, we should talk about that in the next hour. It's pretty. By the way, I think it will be unsuccessful. I think he's out of his mind. But I think I, he might win. Oh, my gosh. He's I, got I can't so say much money, wrong. Buck. He's got so much money still. $16 million, I think he's got in the bank. Uh, and, and they're talking about, we'll talk about it more yeah. in detail, but they're talking about him running for AG. I mean, nobody spends $16 million on an attorney right. general's and, and it's race, just right? Pure bitterness. He wants he wants Letitia James oh, out. He wants, he wants to beat to her take, head to head. He is literally going to go and take her job. It'd be interesting to see also if the left, I mean, she's a very prominent black female, you know, attorney general. Is the left going to say, you know, who is this guy coming in here and, you know, the whole. Uh, the the d- diversity and inclusion course are they going to say anything about it? We'll, we'll have to. I I wonder because also there's the Me Too component of Cuomo. There's a lot going on there, but we we will, we will get into that. I just wanted to note that uh, they're already they're already talking about. It. And remember, Anthony Weiner, yes, Anthony Weiner, he was actually polling well in the New York City mayoral race before you know the the next round of. You know, stuff. he might have won if he could have just stopped sending pictures to random girls on the internet. Oh. Right? They were willing to give him a pass on the first mess if he had just truly changed his ways. He would have potentially won. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so so it yeah. is. Anything feels like it's possible these days. That all said, is Brian Stelter going to stay as a TV host over at CNN? I mean, I don't really care, but it is kind of funny to think about. And it is amusing to watch CNN in this state of disarray because Jeff Zucker ran that place with an iron fist. He's gone. What will happen now? You have all these uh, these petty careerists over there who realize if they're not at CNN, I don't know. I don't think anybody really cares. Here is Russell Brand, British comedian, a man of the left, by the way, but is pretty funny, is amazing in forgetting Sarah Marshall, I will say. Such which, a good show. Such a good a movie. Great movie. 
Uh, but here he is doing his impersonation of Brian Stelter. This actually went viral. Mr. Russell Brand. I is. care about the way that information is conveyed to us and whether or not that means there's an agenda at play. For example, I don't think Joe Rogan does have an agenda at play. I don't think Joe Rogan stops that podcast, which takes bloody hours, and goes, right, what's next? <laughs> These people do, though. And then you have talk show stars like Joe Rogan who just wing it, who make it up as they go along. And because figures like Rogan are trusted by people that don't trust real newsrooms... Well, like, why don't people trust me? They trust Rogan, but I'm perfectly trustworthy. Look how loose my tie knot is. We have a tension, a problem that's much bigger than Spotify, much bigger than any single platform, Kate. But that's what the, is the heart of this. I think what's the heart of this is you're jealous of Joe Rogan. Jealous of Joe Rogan. You guys cut out the part where he says we should all just go to war, by the way, which was at the end of that thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the, the clip goes on longer where he has Stelter basically saying, you know, let's just invade somewhere, (laughs) which is basically. Well, this is what ultimately I think is the underlying root issue with Joe Rogan and CNN, right? The Brian Stelters of the world who have actually no fans, right? Like, Buck, I mean, just think about this. If Brian Stelter showed up to speak, How many people are really excited to go see Brian Stelter speak? I mean, this is a guy who has a television show on CNN, who has a major media outlet behind him. Would anybody stand in line to go watch Brian Stelter speak? I don't think so. And and they know that the same thing is true. If Joe Rogan shows up, the audience is going to be massive and they're angry and they don't assume they're like, oh, this audience is willing to consume Joe Rogan or you and me for that matter. And they're like, oh, they tell lies. They're not being honest. No, no. The reason why audiences respond to people in an Internet age more than anything else, I really believe, is authenticity. You may agree or disagree with me and you on a day to day basis, but the audience knows that we're saying what we really think. And they know that a lot of people, I think Stelter's one of them, are basically puppets on a string at the behest of Jeff Zucker, he would pull the string and they would dance in whatever direction he wanted them to dance. It's also worth noting, for those of you who are wondering why, because you know we, we focus on, as much as we can here, the issues, what matters, informing, entertaining. Uh, we, we don't make this stuff personal, but there is a whole contingent of the Democrat media apparatus. All they do is try to get people like Clay and me and others like us in trouble. Their, their whole existence... Yeah. Whether it's Media Matters or CNN media reporters, they're not report. All, all they do is try to trash people who are right of center. That's that's their whole existence, and it's gross. It's it's pathetic. And I think that this is something that the uh, the world of so called journalism needs to reckon with. If your job is to show up every day and try to get other journalists fired, you're not a journalist. You are an oppo researcher propagandist for the left. That's all, and that's what they have at CNN. They're people. That's their only job. No doubt. Now, we come back, Buck. This went viral. A Virginia mom, Marianne Jensen, spoke at her Northern Virginia school district. Three minutes of excellence analyzing why masks make no sense. YouTube has pulled that speech off, saying it violates community standards. It's a big story. We're going to talk with her next as the masking battles continue and the forefront of that battle northern virginia where glenn youngkin has allowed parents to make their choice and by the way a lot of northeast states suddenly making that same decision as well this should be a great conversation an important one as well plus eric schwartzel and adam seuss we got a lot coming your direction throughout the course of this next two hours stick with us clay travis and buck sexton on the front lines of truth 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 